Is this thing on? Yes, it is. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. All right. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to your source for solace. I am Sawyer Talegdi. And I'm Amanda Shimoon. I am the owner of the Shred Shop Wellness Complex here in Windsor. And Amanda is my trusty sidekick. <laughs> Together, we are going to help ladies everywhere find their confidence, courage, understand all the different types of attractiveness and how to harness your own. Uh, we will teach you and help bring out your most assertive self. We'll help you understand your own value uh, and truly, truly start to feel some serious self-worth and absolutely help you find solace, which is just a fancy word for inner peace. So if you're down to ride that train, buckle up and let's go. Tell me why ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why ain't nothing but a mistake. Tell me why I never want to hear you say, I want it that way. <laughs> that was recording. I hope you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope you sang along then. <laughs> I was not even paying attention. She just... I need the world to know that we do this thing where one of us starts off singing a song and the other just finishes it. Like we finish each other's sentences. And That's you guys right. got a glimpse of that. You're welcome. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so today we talk about self-respect. Woo! Ba -da -ba -da. Let's go. Can we just mic drop right there? <laughs> mic drop. We, we're out. Thank Top. you. Bye. <laughs> self-respect is a hot topic because there's so many different angles we could attack this beast. So many different angles. We could offend so many people by our opinions right now, but we're going to try not to. Currently sitting on my hands from excitement, okay? like <laughs> Okay. So there's three different portions of this that I want to break down. Okay. So number one is knowing your self-worth. Got it. Okay. We're going to like, what's that mean to you? Yes. Okay. Then I want to know like boundaries, personal boundaries. Do you have them? Do you set them? What are they? Got it. Then... Allowing other people to dictate how you should feel or act. Oh. You like that shit? I love that shit. Like that shit. All okay. Right. So those are like, again, my opinion, my personal experience. Those are like my top three components to self-respect. I think self-respect is dictated by knowing what you're worth and your value, uh, knowing boundaries for yourself that you set and you hold yourself to that. Um, and then your self-respect, really, like, how much impact do other people have in what you do say and act? All of those things. Mm -hmm. All right. So the first thing I'm going to ask you is knowing your self-worth. Amanda. President. So obviously you have a high self-worth. Yes. What does that mean to you? I need a minute. <laughs> I got her, I guys. don't know. I, don't I know stumped how to, her. I don't know how to put this into words. I'll try my best. Self-worth to me is loving yourself through anything and everything and carrying okay. yourself with okay. poise and grace. Poise and grace. Poise and grace. Okay. Think about it. If you don't love yourself, I see people who have problems with themselves either with, you know, their self-image for the most part is what I see the most or any other kind of problem or just things that they do not like about themselves. Yeah. 
I see them carry themselves in a way completely different than those that respect themselves and value themselves and see themselves as a majestical unicorn that they are. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Right? Okay. Yeah. So that's that's your take on self-worth? Yeah. My self-worth is, you know, knowing what you bring to the table. Yeah. And sticking up for what you believe in no matter what. If you like pickles and someone doesn't like pickles, are you going to change your mind and be like, oh, yeah, I don't like pickles too just to fit in with the crowd? There's no self-respect there. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Now, I can get on board with that. Oh, all right. Yeah. No, I agree with that last part. Yeah. yeah. My – yeah. Self-worth for me is – Yeah, see? Having a vi- – no, yeah, I know. You you know it. You feel it. you just like, <laughs> how do I say this? How do I say it? It's having a visual of what you – here's the thing. Self – not always, not always – do you feel as though you are executing the goal you have set out for yourself? Like not always do I feel like I am valuing myself at most, right? Like every single day, I know that I have self-worth, but every single day I don't always feel like I'm on the right track with fucking... But you also don't beat yourself up about it when you feel like that. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, my point is, is like the self-worth... I don't know how I want to take this. English is a hard language for us today, guys. You know, it's so funny. Like, I prep these questions and I prep them to, like, ask Amanda. (laughs) And then I never really reflect on, like, my own. I just ad lib it. And then when I ask myself, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, self-worth. It's a hard one to answer. It's a hard one to answer because, like I said, your image and your idea. So it's, it's having a visual. It's having an idea of what you want to be. Not every single day are you going to execute that. Not every single day are you going to put your best foot forward. Not every single day are you going to feel 100%. This is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. But at the end of it, you always have this picture, this feeling, this image, this hunger, this drive of like what I am worth, what my value is, what is important to me. And keeping that vision and keeping that idea of who you want to be even when you aren't 100% executing it to its fullest, to me, that is like the self-worth component. Yeah, It's knowing it's, – it's like that gap between wanting and doing. Your self-worth is what keeps you on that track. Does that make sense? That makes sense to me. Okay. Because yes. in my head, I was like I was visualing like the bridge and then yes. I'm like your self-worth is like the bridge that gets you from – the piece of shit I feel like today and the majestic unicorn I want to be tomorrow. Yes. And the only sort of scale, the only compass you have to follow is your self-worth, is knowing what you want and knowing what you won't put up with in order to get there. And that's what I meant with the whole pickle example. Yes. yes. Like knowing what you want, trying to get there and not allowing other people's opinions, opinions. There you go. Yep. To derail you from yeah. what you have yourself focused on and having other people's opinions not change your own opinion being your own person having enough self-respect to be confident in what you say and what you do yeah absolutely so let's talk about boundaries because i think that knowing your self-worth comes from having a very clear understanding of what you will and will not put up with 
Sometimes in order to figure out where we want to go, it's easier to find out where we don't want to go through process of elimination, (laughs) right? This is what I don't want. So for me personally, and I'll be very honest, in my personal life, so my boundaries, there's a lot of respect required. So like, you know, in my personal relationships with my friends, like there's a way in which I will be spoken to. There's a way in which I will not be spoken to. And that comes from my upbringing. That comes from like, I will not be yelled at, um, whether that's a, a boyfriend or a friend or a family member or a member. When someone raises their voice, I naturally get scared and I don't like it and I shut down. No one will ever get anywhere with me if they are yelling in my face. So I just, I veer away from it. I just like, nope, nope. So that's no shouting, respectful conversation. Like there's nothing I was always raised. There's nothing you can't talk through, right? My mom always said, honey, you can tell anyone anything. It's how you say it. (laughs) And she was not wrong. She was not wrong. So this is a respectful way. So the way we communicate needs to be respectful. That is a boundary of mine. Another boundary I would have is like in my personal relationships, in my like male relationships, like with people that I'm dating, that level of respect and that level of equality. Like I do not like to feel like I am the one doing everything all the time. I have a boundary there. If I feel like I am taken advantage of, I am fucking out out. like, And that is a conversation I have on day one where it's like, hey, here's the deal. Like the minute I start take feeling like I'm taken advantage of, there will not be a warning. I will just let you know that this is not for me and I'm done. And you know what? I guess that's with friends too. But I know that I'm worth more than that. I know that I deserve someone who's going to pitch in halfway. I know I deserve someone who's going to like have my back and who's going to be there for me all the time. And that doesn't just mean hold my hand when I'm sick. That means cleaning the fucking dishes. That means taking out the garbage. That means um, massaging my feet as much as I massage theirs. You know what I mean? Like very equal balance in my partnerships. I think those would be my biggest two boundaries. I have like boundaries for myself in terms of like physical boundaries. Okay. Um, Elaborate. Yeah, like when I start, like my appearance, like the way I dress, right? Like I've I've never really dressed provocatively. Like oh even, my God. even when I went to the club, I was wearing like a band t-shirt and a pair of ripped jeans. I've known you for the longest time and I have never seen you in a crop top. No, no, I won't do it. I won't do it. And I, I had brothers, older brothers that would like not let me leave the house if there was an ounce of skin showing, number one. <laughs> then you have like your European father who's like, um, no, who's a psychologist who just mind fucks you into going back into your room and changing, right? <laughs> then I had... I got into the gym circuit early, right? I was still like a a teenager, like 18, 19 when I started competing. Yes. And my coaches were men who were like in their 40s and 50s and they weren't down with like, put your fucking pants on, put your long sleeve shirt on and now we go, the only time that I'm to see your flesh is when you're in a posing suit and we're practicing poses. And like there wasn't even shorts. Like the day I wore bicycle shorts to the gym, are you kidding me? Like it was very, very... Hide yourself and cover yourself because you should be working out because you want to and you love it. It should not be a show for other people. And although when people get confident and people feel good about themselves, the clothes do tend to get smaller, I encourage that all the time. When people start to feel themselves and they start to feel really confident in their clothes, I love that for other people. But for myself, I've always been very aware that there is judgment cast when people are uncomfortable in their own body and then they look at someone who has, quote unquote, an ideal body, 
right? There's muscle tone on my body. I'm a good height. I'm not overweight. I've got muscle definition. Like I understand what I look like to the average. I get that. And my whole reason for building the shred shop was to not make it all about me. If you notice, even like our social media, it's like group shots. We advertise our members in here because this is about you guys. This is your home. I don't need to be coaching you in a sports bra flaunting my abs at you while you're down there holding your pudge. That's not motivating to me, right? So that's a boundary for me. And it's a boundary I hold my coaches accountable to as well because we want to create the most comfortable environment for every single human being, no matter what their experience is, no matter what their body type is. And I would never want my personal physique to impede on someone's comfort level. Yes. Right? And I know like not everyone feels that. And again, this is only my opinion. A lot of gym owners, a lot of athletes, they don't feel that way. And that is okay. I support that. But I have a serious boundary around my self-worth when it comes to people looking at me as a business owner and not looking at me as a blonde girl with abs. (laughs) Right? I've drawn a very very dark, dark line in the sand. Yeah, no, it's true because no matter what, being a female entrepreneur, there's already a target on your mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to make that target even bigger? Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. Exactly. I choose to lead with knowledge and I choose to lead with motivation and I choose to lead, you know, people, they know I know what I'm talking about. Like our members know I'm muscular. They know they can see it through a hoodie. They can see it through a tank top. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't need to be half naked to prove a point. Yes. So those would be my boundaries. I've got a respect thing. I've got an equal feeling appreciated thing. And then I've got like a physical, you'll never catch me in a crop top or a sports bra as a t-shirt kind of thing. Those are my own personal boundaries. What do you got? The same. For real? The same. Yeah, kind of. I mean. Copycat. Self-respect to me is, I don't know how to put it into words. Well, you go try today. (laughs) You go try today. You know, like. I remember being 14 years old and my mom had taken me shopping and again, hitting the Lacenza girl, you know, I was their number one shopper. Yeah. I ended up buying a denim skirt. Okay. Okay. Now, me, myself, I always followed the rule that they gave us in elementary school and it stuck with me to this day. Yeah. If my hemline is shorter than my fingers, I am not putting that on my body. <laughs> I remember in grade school, they'd make you put your hands down for your shorts to see if your fingers were past your shorts. But it's, it's true because, listen, I've seen it with my own eyes on other people. If their hemline is shorter than their fingers and they bend over, you will get a full-blown view of shit that you do not want to look at. Agreed. Okay? Agreed. It's about carrying myself... Self-respect to me isn't more about the physical attributes. It's more of how I exude myself to other people and have them respect my personality and my character. Yeah. Looks aside. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm just a five foot four, hundred and twenty pound, somewhat lanky-ish <laughs> Chaldean girl with brown hair, brown eyes, and freckles, but I want people to see past and that. Perfect eyebrows. <laughs> and don't perfect- forget the perfect eyebrows. <laughs> You know, I don't want people to look at me and like physical compliments, I don't care for. I appreciate. You know what my mom always said? Tell me. I need to interrupt you because that's a great point. My mom's always said, honey, don't. (laughs) You know, see how I quote her the same? Because that's what it sounds (laughs) like. Every time I quote my mother, it's always, honey, because that's how she talks. And you become very gentle. Yes, exactly. Honey, you know, you shouldn't say thank you when people comment and compliment your beauty 
because you didn't do anything to earn that. You were born that way. Was she right or was she right? She's right. She's right though. Yeah. And let me tell you, I always didn't look like this. Yeah. I had the nappiest hair on earth. Okay. <laughs> little fro, like, little fro, in, in high school, they I went by the nickname Curly Fries because, you know, I yeah. just had the curliest, thickest, voluminous hair. And mind you, it's a blessing to me now, but back then I didn't know how to control it. <laughs> my poor mom was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And my mom has Can we get like some five high, sisters. Can we get some high school yearbooks up in this bitch. Oh, you like freak what out. is happening? Yeah. You'll freak out. And okay. mind you, like 2000. Were you also wearing a puka shell necklace? Because I really hope you were at some point. One of my student ID pictures, okay. I think, in grade 10. <laughs> but like, Again, remember, between like 2006 to 2011, the yeah. whole like mousse crunchy. Oh, yes. Yeah, when you would just like spray the mousse in it and just leave it and just <laughs> let it crunch. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes you okay. get the – And then the, the, the side swept straightened banks. <laughs> yes, straighten the banks. And did you have like that big adapter that you put on your um, hair dryer? No, like, the I don't set? need that shit, bitch. I let this shit hair dry. It came out that way. Are you kidding? I got blessed that way. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but – in all honesty, and that's honestly what I look for in relationships as well. Yeah. Going back to what you were saying about dating and, and relationships and partnerships, I don't care that you think I'm attractive. If you see the the characteristics that I want people to know me for, you yeah. know, my open heart, my empathy, my positivity, yep. I will appreciate a compliment about that. Yeah. Right? Yes. And going back to what you were saying, it's I do – Judge everything by process of elimination. Yeah. I don't care. Like, it's easier for me to point out what I don't want. Yes. Than try to make a list of things that I do want because mm-hmm. then it can, it just becomes <laughs> complicated. Yes. Right? But yes. if I know I don't want A, B, C, and D, that shortens up the list by like 60% anyways. Yeah. Right? So now you know. Yeah. Self-worth to me isn't about the physical. It's about the emotional. It's about what's on the inside and how people perceive you. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Like, again, if I can walk around with I can walk around with a short skirt and a bralette all day long and get compliments all day long, but those are just compliments. Yeah. Yeah. They they're they have no meaning. They pack them. no punch. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cause like my mom said, you didn't earn it. Now, that kind of leads into the last part, which is not allowing others to dictate how you feel and how you act. That's like your pickles thing, right? Like if you like pickles and then someone tells you not to like pickles, are they going to influence your decision? And can I just say something? The reason why I use – you love pickles? Well, absolutely. (laughs) And the reason why I use that example is because that actually happened to me. It was in grade eight. I was eating pickles. Someone was like, ew, pickles are fucking disgusting. And I was like, you're not the one eating them. I am. So just look away or walk away if you don't like the way they smell. I love how Amanda's, Amanda's whole life of self – Amanda's whole view <laughs> on self-worth came down to this one time. She was eating pickles in grade 8. Fucking pickles. <laughs> Don't make fun of me for my shit. I love it, man. Life Sometimes life can be really complicated <laughs> and then sometimes life can just be so simple. Yeah. <laughs> I molded my whole self-worth around my decision to continue to eat my pickles. Like, yeah, man. Sometimes that's all it takes. I Fucking respect right. that. I respect that. Were they gherkins? Were they bread and butter? Were I don't I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't important that wasn't it was just in a mortadella sandwich (laughs) yeah yes mortadella and bread dude i used to put just mortadella between two pieces of white bread and just hammer it back i loved it 
I didn't know what mortadella was. Totally off topic. I didn't know what mortadella was for most of my upbringing. My dad's Hungarian. You know the meat paste, right? Yes. We eat liverwurst. <laughs> I'd have a liverwurst sandwich like nobody's business. Um, and like salamis and stuff. We'd have Hungarian sausage. But I never knew what mortadella was. And then my girlfriend in grade school, we went – or high school, sorry. We went walked back to her house after high school one day and she pulls out like this lunch meat. I'm like, what is this? What is this crazy? It's got like white swirly bits in it. I'm like, what is this? She's like, it's mortadella. You've never had it? I'm like, no. So I put a bite in my mouth and then like for like six months straight, I would just eat mortadella and white bread. That's it. That was it. That's all I needed. (laughs) It was just everything I needed in my life for that time. Life-changing, right? Yeah, you see that, I haven't had it in years, but I should now. Pickles to me is mortadella to you. There you go. My (laughs) self-worth. I really, really would not let someone tell me otherwise. Fuck you, mortadella and white bread is my jam. Um, but yeah, no, moral of the story is, you know, executing your, your personal self-worth and knowing that like your decisions are valid, your, your ideas and your, you know, mindset, your beliefs, beliefs, right? And again, I could probably best relate that people going through a fitness journey, no matter what it is, whether you're gaining muscle, whether you're losing weight, whether you're, whatever your goal is at the time of which you're spending a lot of hours in the gym, you've tidied up your diet, you're really trying, you know, to eat clean and to eat unprocessed foods and to eat healthy. I mean, how many of you, you know, go to a barbecue or a backyard pool party and then just decide to have vegetables and a little bit of meat and get the side eye? There's that moment. That is a self-worth moment right? Someone asking you where your pasta is and why you're not eating it and you having to answer confidently and not cave and not say, oh, just give me the pasta salad. Just <laughs> just because someone made you feel uncomfortable for not eating it, that is a self-worth moment, right? That's not to say you can't have the pasta salad, but does it correspond with your goals? Does it correspond with what your overall intention is, right? Like so many people are trying to get ripped for the summer. Or those of you trying to put on muscle mass, the way to do it is not to binge out on pizza and chicken wings. The way to do it is to increase your protein and eat healthier choices, right? And the carbs that you eat be the smart, healthy, complex carbs. So I'm not even attacking those that are on a weight loss journey that are trying to not eat you know, things that they shouldn't eat at a social gathering. I'm talking about anyone anywhere that's got some sort of fitness goal in which their nutrition is crucial at this point in their life. And someone tries to derail you for why? To make them feel comfortable for Mm -hmm. what they're eating? When you cave, when you say, yes, pass me the cake, that's a self-worth moment. In that second, you have decided that your goals are not as important as making that person happy to hear you say, yes, I'll eat that. Mm -hmm. Right then and there, you've let someone else dictate how you act. Coming from someone who respects herself and coming from someone who sees value in herself and my self-worth, when I take a look at people who change their minds just to fit in with the crowd, I lose respect for them. Agreed. Yep, agreed. Whether I have the same beliefs as them, whether I have the same thoughts as them or not, you automatically, I look at you differently because you don't stand your ground. You don't stand up for what you believe in. And I've been that person. I think we all have at some point. Like when I was younger in like high school and stuff. Okay. For sure. First couple years of high school, right? I feel like you – I feel like I've earned the right to pass judgment because I've been that person. Yes. Now it's like, mm, I see you. Yeah, I know. I can sympathize. And there's your EQ. There's that emotional quotient, right? We're like, I can see where you are. I understand why you're doing it. But you have no idea how fucking dumb you look doing it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, And the reason why I can say you look dumb doing it is because I've done it. 
And I've learned that you don't need to do it. I've been there one way yes. or another. Yes. I get you. Just know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. You don't got to be the way you're being, man. Be yourself. Life is too short to not value yourself and not to live the life that you want to live. Thank you for coming to Amanda's TED Talk. <laughs> that was beautiful. Tony Robbins who? Yeah, Tony Robbins. <laughs> Say what? Okay. I love that. Let's end on that note because Absolutely. I feel like you, you took us home with that. Think about what we had to say today, guys. And honestly, if you have anything you want to share with us or talk about, reach out to us one way or another. Email, Instagram, Facebook, any sort of social media platform. Absolutely. And if you disagree with us, keep your opinions to yourself. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> if, you di- if you disagree with us, gain some self-respect, yo. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Okay, so next podcastio, we are going to talk about a little word called perseverance. And this is kind of going to go hand in hand with courage because I believe courage is a very important attribute, obviously, for so many reasons, so many things in life. Yes. Growing up on fear, I feel like I'm courageous. Yeah, right? <laughs> Amanda, you want to host this? You want to host next <laughs> next week's? Let me come up with all the questions and then just have you ad-lib all your answers. How about that? Yes. <laughs> yes. And, um, you know, I think that you guys will be surprised how often I shit my pants on a regular basis. Um, just by being scared and and forcing myself to take risks, right? Like I think – stop laughing at me. She's laughing because I actually there have shat my pants before. was a point in the last like three years, yes, where you had a bathroom shitting yourself and I was in the other stall like <laughs> almost throwing up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but we put ourselves in those positions and, and you have to – if you want to make change, if you want to make waves, if you want to see who you really are – you need to be uncomfortable and you need to put yourself in certain positions that will help you grow. And a lot of times your stomach doesn't like those options. Your stomach <laughs> doesn't like those nervous poops and nervous farts. So courage uh, is an essential personality trait for anyone who wants to be powerful and motivated. And the perseverance, which is grit. We actually have uh, the definition of grit on a canvas. On a canvas on our wall in here because the word grit means a lot to me. Um, you know, knowing what you want, going after it no matter how many times you get knocked down. Um, and being okay to pivot, pivot, <laughs> and uh, make a smarter game plan in order to achieve success. Absolutely. So that's what we're going to talk about. Next, Stay tuned, next, guys. Next week. Yep. Okay, bye-bye. Ciao.